Coming from the Caveman Studios in Buffalo, New York. Welcome to Caveman Corner with your host, Jeff. Captain Caveman! Thanks. Click subscribe and the bell. Do it now! We're here with the one and the only David Feldman. He uh, started Bare Knuckle Fighting Championships. We had him on before his first show. He's made the millions and millions of dollars and made us a huge success. <laughs> And he's still talking with us now, so we really appreciate your time, sir. Uh, no problem, guys. Not making millions and millions of dollars yet. Mm. Mm. Man, how are you not making <laughs> millions and millions of dollars? You got Conor McGregor walking into your ring, man. Jeez. Yeah. Keep, keep reinvesting in the business, man. That's the only way it's going to grow. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. You guys yeah. are doing such a good job. Uh, we had you on, like, in the very first show, and everyone was like, oh, man, those guys are junk, and... I'm, I'm so happy that we supported you and like it's really grown and that now you're supporting us. So we really appreciate you uh, giving your time to us as well. Of course, my man. Uh, no, that's the only way to be, but yeah, man, it's been, it's been, it's been a long, hard run. And I, I remember doing you guys show right either before or after the first show. And it's crazy, man. Well, here, here we are talked about as one of the you know top two, three, four promotions in the world. So it's pretty awesome. I think you're definitely in the top three. I mean, everyone goes UFC, then they go one, and then it's got to be like bare knuckle fighting, you know? Like, you guys are really jumping up, like, ahead of, like, even Bellator and, uh, uh, you know, the PF, whatever the other one is. <laughs> Don't even know their name. <laughs> yeah, that's all. That's, that's all. But the, Sorry, right? since the last time we talked, hey, man, so the last time we had him on the show, Things change. It's like well, two years. Uh, Driller bought the promotion, right? Yeah, um, they bought a part of the promotion. So you know, okay, still run by everybody. They've been run by. We're still doing the same old thing. You know, they basically just invested some money into it, um, so we can do bigger and better things. And you know, it obviously helped because we were able to put on that epic show in in April. Another one coming up November fourth, and you know, it could be a uh, tremendous finish to the year. So do they help promote it at all, or is it still all just through your guys and the app and everything that you already had set up? They will soon. Um, you know, they're going through a process of going public right now on the on the uh, New York Stock Exchange. So, you know, a, a lot of efforts going into that, and that thing happens. It's just really going to totally open up the floodgates and give us the kind of fun we need to make this really the biggest sports promotion in the world. So hopefully that happens. Man, that that's really exciting to know, and then. Hopefully you get to throw out pay-per-view money. Like, you know, that'd be great for the rolling for you guys too, I'm sure. Yeah, man. I mean, all all, all the tools that they have, everything. I mean, Ryan Cavanaugh, he's a, uh, you know, he, he made hundreds of movies. He's, he's been in, he knows everybody. He's a smart dude and, you know, he's got good connections. So he's helping us. Uh, Triller's been doing good for us. So, you know, we'll see what happens if they can, uh, Go public here in uh, September, October. Open up the, the funding floodgates. Of course, it's all we need. We're only we're only money away. Like we already proved everything else. We proved concept. We got regulated. You know, we got ourselves mainstream. Did everything we had to do internationally. Now we just need money to uh, get bigger and better fighters, create um, more opportunities for smaller fighters, and, and market. And that's it. It's a game over. How many states are you regulated in now? 24, um, just got one, almost one today, pretty much. I can't, I can't announce it yet, but a big, very big state. Um, and 
you know, look, there's only like about three or four other states that I have yet, and then the rest will just fall in place when they do because I can't do shows in all the states right now. So there's no sense to spending time, money, and effort on lobbying to open up these states when I can't even do shows in them, you know. So I'm going to concentrate on the next, you know, with with the one or two that just happened this week, um, another three or four states. Um, you guys can probably imagine some of them, and then we pretty much have have all the states that we need to really give this thing a huge push. I would love to see you guys in Madison Square Garden. I'm just saying. Oh yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> yes. I, I did an interview yesterday, and they said, "What's your dream match and um, your dream arena?" But my dream match is taken now. I wanted to find Francis versus Tyson Fury and Bare Knuckle, but I wanted it to happen at the MSG. And you know, we're gonna do something big there. We will. Uh, the commission's been great with us. They love us there. It's just a matter of uh, running up the legislative ladder right now. And when that's done, you know, we'll have a, a show in um in New York. I went through the whole process when they were legalizing MMA in New York. I was a pro fighter in uh, New York as it was going through. And, man, it was a hassle getting through New York. Hopefully you got Sheldon Silver out there. And all the corruption is still there, but hopefully it helps you instead of hurts you. <laughs> well, you know what? <laughs> they paved the way for this thing. So the UFC and all those guys they paved the way for how to do it now. So, you know, they definitely made made the efforts a little bit easier for us. It's still, you know, it's still teaching people what it is, breaking their perception on it. You know, they think it's a backyard street fight sometimes. You know, we're able to show them most of the time the negative comments and the negative perceptions come from someone that never watched it before. When they watch it, it's pretty much, to, you know, they they understand everything. They understand everything we're talking about. Because, look, if, if you didn't watch it and I tell you, you know, as many injuries or boxing it, and MMA, and it's more exciting than that. You're gonna like look at me like you know cross-eyed. But if you watch it, you're gonna yep, he's dead right. For sure. What do you think about the other promotions that have risen up? Um, do you think any of them are gonna give bare knuckle boxing a bad name? This is like something I worried about when uh, like the random MMA promotions were coming up that weren't sanctioned and they were doing all the bullshit when we we're trying to get legalized in New York. Do you worry about uh, like something horrible happening in another promotion that affects you guys? Yeah, I mean all. Always worry about that because safety's got to be first. Like you, you got to make sure these guys are safe. These guys t- take medicals. We know who's fighting in the ring. Look, every once in a while, any any promotion is going to make a little mistake and they're going to put the wrong guy in. He's going to get knocked out fast. He probably shouldn't have been there. But for the most part, a lot of these promotions are just really throwing anybody in there that says they want to fight bare knuckle, whether they have experience or not. And that's dangerous for fighters. You just can't do that. So we actually launched a, a series called the BKFC Prospect Series, which we're going to segue, um, you know, guys and girls that, that don't have a lot of MMA, boxing, Thai or kickboxing experience and start them out with four-ounce gloves in our rule set and then segue them into bare-knuckle fights and then up into BKFC. That's pretty cool. That's like that small glove Muay Thai. So you just put like MMA gloves on and you do the boxing. I like the sound of that. That sounds pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah, they we're going to yeah, launch that on, uh, on August 24th in Miami. We have a, a show already set. We have six uh, of what, you know, what we're calling amateur, I guess, uh, uh, six amateur fights, and then we have eight pro fights on Thursday night, August 24th, and then we have BKFC, uh, the main card, uh, big championship fight on the uh, 25th of August down there. That's awesome. You're just talking about mismatches, and I really got to say this because it, it drives me nuts. So Ken Shamrock came into town with uh, Valor, 
last weekend or two weekends ago now. Two weekends, two weekends ago. Two weekends ago. And it was supposed to be amateurs and pros, like, go try out. So I got this kid. He's, like, never really sparred, but he's, like, a super tough kid. You know, he sparred in the gym, but he's never sparred like other people. And then uh, he got in there, and he got in there with a 10-year pro. So, like, obviously, well, he held his own, but it really didn't go. It was only one three-minute round. So, like, uh, Ken, Ken came in and stopped. It wasn't too bad, but, like, it was such a mismatch, uh, like, skill-wise and experience-wise. And, uh, like, I don't know. Like, I just like what you're saying. I just wanted to uh, say that one more time in, in front of everybody while I got you on, too. It's bad. It's not just bad for safety. It's bad because, you know, that kid could maybe be something if he was brought, you know, steps. Yeah. But he could go in there against the wrong guy. And this is training, even in training in a bad sparring session. The guy throws him in with a top guy. He gets knocked out. He never wants to come back to the gym again. And he might have been able to be something. So if you bring these guys up right and match them right along the way, even in sparring and then up into the pros, pro ranks, man, that's what you got to do because – what you get a lot of times is you get these trainers out there that are very brave trainers. And they just say, yeah, yeah, he'll box him. He'll box him. He'll box him. And he gets his head knocked off and he shouldn't be boxing. Mm-hmm. Guys. Yeah, man, that's, that's rough. It, it was a rough matchup to watch. And my kid held his own. But, like, Good. when I heard about it, I was like, man, dude, that's crazy. Because they're not supposed to clinch. Like, you guys can, can do the clinch and oh, yeah. cut. And that's what my dude did because that's, like, what we worked on anyways because he's like, Ken's, more of an yeah, Ken says uh, he changed the rules, no clinches. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, and no ropes, too. And no, like, I yeah, and, so and he seems to think, like, he's got the more pure bare-knuckle promotion. Hey, man, listen, I don't talk bad about any of these guys. I want them all to do good because, listen, I'm at the top of the hill, and we know that I don't not, I'm not bullshitting anybody. I'm at the top of the hill. And – if these guys all do well, it just gets more people to know what bare knuckle is. So it's kind know, of a feature for you guys too, I right? Want, but I want all these guys to do good. Obviously, I don't want them to do better than me because you know that would be bad for me. But I want them all to do good. And look, there's room for them all to be successful. Look at how many MMA promotions are in the United States. There's hundreds of them. There, there's room for a lot of guys to be successful, and I want them all to be successful. And here, if anyone's listening, like any of those guys listening. Reach out to me, man. I'll help you be successful. I don't I, I don't mind. Like I really don't mind because it's it's other places for these guys. Look, maybe some of these guys get, you know, good and a little bit of popularity there and then they move over to us. So, you know, I like it. I like it. That's good. It's like a feeder system for you too, just like the like the the mid level of MMA is too. Like you see a lot of guys that come out of like shows you never heard of and they make the UFC and they're like they're like somebody. Absolutely. Look, a lot of these guys come in, not not just with bare knuckle, with MMA, with boxing. They come in and they say, I'm going to make, you know, I'm going to put on these shows and I'm going to make all this money. It takes a lot of money, man. I'm telling you, we're, we're in deep. We're not in, you know, we're not in for like 10% of what PFL or Bellator is in for. And I feel like we're more popular than them now. But what I'm saying is it takes a lot of money to get this product right. So these guys come in and they, see the success and they say, Oh, I'm going to make a lot of money. Let me do this. And they dump a lot of money into it and it doesn't work out because they didn't do the plan properly. You know, they have to plan and understand and their expectations have to know this is a five, 10 year plan. This isn't, <laughs> this isn't an overnight success. I uh, We work, we commentate for local shows too in the area and we see what goes into it and like how little money, like there's not a lot of money. I mean, they, they make money, but it's not like, you know, you're not going to be driving a new car with the money they make from a local show, you know, like. <laughs> oh, sure. By time- and listen, I did that. I did I did the local MMA. I did 
local regional MMA, local regional boxing. But the thing, and, and, I, and I was actually making okay money. It, but the thing was, is, you know, I wanted to create something that I could just blow up. Like I could, and I couldn't create another boxing league without someone giving me 50 million to make it big. Right. And I couldn't do it. MMA league without someone giving me a hundred million. So I created our own, our own lane. I think that's why we didn't have to put as much money into it, which we still put good money into it, but we were able to get fans from everywhere because we weren't fighting for the same MMA fan, and the same boxing fan. You know, this was something different for them. And I think that's why we were able to, uh, you know, get a ton of viewership. I mean, we're really on, on YouTube, on, um, on our app, on all the different platforms. We're really number two in, in, in viewership. We actually have more average views on our YouTube videos in the UFC. I'm not saying we're bigger than UFC. I'm just saying our viewership through the roof, man, it's unbelievable. So we're very lucky that way. We have a good marketing team. We have great fighters and able to create a, uh, you know, a fan base that that's just unbelievable. You guys do a great job on YouTube with the product too. Like the UFC uh, doesn't put their fights on right away and they don't, they edit out the finishes sometimes. You guys are so much stuff on there. Like every time I'm bored, I just, I scroll through and I watch some of your stuff, you know, like <laughs> it's a really good job. And Ray's got the app. So every time we go to watch fights, we, we go hang out at Ray's house and watch all the fights on his app. Oh, I'm too cheap to buy the app too. So awesome. <laughs> we share. <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't say that too, but <laughs> man, as long as you're watching, so if you're watching, you're talking about it tell somebody else about it and that's how it grows but i think when i, I just want to go back to the prospect space i think that's where this sport really grows like because now it gives everybody that wants to be a fighter an opportunity to do this it's not just like a guy off the street but it gives everybody an opportunity and it gives them a lot more opportunities because we're, we're doing it as a monthly series and we're actually talking about doing you know 24 of those a year just of those events a year and then another 24 of those events internationally. So we're trying to grow this from the ground up and also do the big fights and grow it from the top bottom. So it kind of catches fire on both ends. I think if you could get enough money, if you get a show like the UFC, like that tough show, oh my tough God, enough. that'd be so exciting to watch. Yeah, we have, um, we're actually, it's being pitched right now. We, we did a, uh, we did a, um, a sizzle reel right now um and it's been it, it's out it actually just just started shopping it yesterday so we oh man you guys coach ahead of me you're a great businessman <laughs> so, you know, we got some big things um some big guys lined up it's, it's really amazing man. It's, it's like i started this from nothing man i, I remortgaged my house 10 different times i borrowed money <laughs> off people you know what i mean I, I i figured out ways to get it paid for and then here we are, man. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's really unbelievable. I'm blessed. I'm happy. I got, I got a great team, man, around me. I got a great family. So, you know, for me to be able to uh, be here, man, like talking about the position we're in, is it's really unbelievable. It is so great to watch your growth. And, and we're all about, like, we've been about bare knuckles since day one. Ray's like, oh, man, you got to check yeah, this guy I, out. I'm like, oh, I, remember, I remember when he was in the fight group talking about his idea and i was like oh man i gotta have him on the podcast it sounds great <laughs> yeah i just saw my uh an old post i posted on facebook last year the year before but it just said actually this it was 11 12 years ago now it said bare, bare knuckle boxing coming soon and it took me <laughs> all them years to get it going but i mean look yeah. if you have a vision man and you believe in it and you work your ass off anything's possible it takes a long time for it to develop too and 
Oh, you yeah. got the long haul mentality, and that's that's what's gonna make it go. Yeah, man. I, I listen, like you guys joked and said, I'm making millions. I want to make I want to make real, real big, big money, and um, the only way to do that is to look all the way down the street. You know, a lot of guys look at their hand right in front of their face and say, "Oh, I can grab a couple thousand now if you do this." I, I want to make life changing money, not for me, but for everybody involved. Like every time I get a little bit of decent money everybody on my team eats very very good like they all get taken care of they all get life-changing you know checks man every single time man because i'm all about that man. I'm all about my team man. i'm all about my team. everyone that we've talked to so far that uh had interactions with you have always had great things about you and that oh, yeah. makes me think that you're a pretty good guy especially like ray ray's all about you too and ray's uh ray's an old school gangster he uh he's a very loyal <laughs> to, to guys that uh Take care of him. So uh, I, I like well, that. So man, these great. guys are <laughs> their life out there, right? They're, they're literally they're risking their life. You know, right? You, you know, you guys have fought. You get punched. Sure. And one punch can end your life, man. It can end yeah. your life, right? So you have to take care of these guys. And look, I can't just take care of everybody to make them. I mean, to 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 a point where I change everybody's life because then we want enough money to run the promotion. But I make sure every you know everybody's treated fair, man. And if they ever have a complaint, they come to me. I work it out every single time. Nobody leaves disgruntled. Nobody will ever leave BKFC disgruntled. I like that. And you bring in guys from boxing, you bring in guys from MMA. MMA. What do you think uh, ends up being a better uh, better person for your product? Uh, old school boxer or old school MMA guy transition to bare knuckle? You know, I have a really, really good, good boxer, Bryce Henry, on, on my roster, man. It is like unbelievable. And he's the one boxer that really kind of figured it out. Other than that, though, it's the MMA guys that are just edging these guys because they're already used to getting hit with elbows, knees. They're used to getting hit with a harder object. And I think that's what makes the transition to, to bare knuckle a little bit easier for them. But I mean, look, if, I don't know, and that's why I want to do this like super match with the best boxer in the world versus the best MMA guy in the world, and let's see. But the good thing about this is this is a melting, right? Like I can put any combat sports guy in here, and that's when we can find out, you know, who who really stands up at the end. I love it so much. I think the clinch changes so much. It puts a different level of fatigue on, and and like the way you can control the head and head, it really favors like guys that are really good in the clinch. Like I love to see a really good Muay, Muay Thai. A really good Muay Thai guy with good boxing in there once and see yeah, how he does. I don't know if you guys saw Robbie Lawler's last fight, but I saw him. He did, did that, um, that, that whatever that necktie is. and Yeah. Yeah, it was beautiful. <laughs> I was like, man, take them gloves off and come on over. Nah. Oh, man, if you can hit Robbie Lawler, holy cow. Oh, yeah, that'd be that sweet. An amazing pickup. Yeah, he, he's uh, – we'll see. We'll see. You know, he retired, but we'll see. We'll see what he wants to do. But we have a lot of guys on the horizon right now. Um, be making some big announcements pretty soon. We're uh, looking at a huge show November fourth. It's probably going to be our biggest show we've ever done, and you know, and then just everything we're doing. I mean, we're we're really expanding all over the world. We have a series in Mexico that's starting on March. That's going to be a monthly series with a uh, with TV network down there, and then we have another series starting in Bulgaria on November seventeenth and uh, uh, October twenty seventh. Um, hopefully, we have. We're talking to Tokyo right now to go in, and we have Thailand, the big, the big Bukal versus Sanchai fight coming up in November as well. So we got That's a lot of stuff going on, man. I've seen it all over the internet. That's you guys. 
Yeah. You're putting that together? Holy cow. That's a huge fight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, that's awesome. I didn't even know that. I was, I'm the worst host ever because that's I'm so excited <laughs> about that fight. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be good. I, I mean... Uh... Uh-oh, Dave's froze up. Uh-oh. Can you hear us, Dave? Yes. Oh, you froze up for a second. You were... We missed whatever you just about to say about the Bukow fight, and man, that's, that's what. Over to the U.S. to fight on that big card November fourth. So I'll let you yeah. guys. Awesome, man! I can't wait to see that one. That's oh yeah, that is amazing. Hopefully, I have a question. I wait, got hold on, hold on. Okay, go ahead. Hopefully, in five years we get a video game. <laughs> or actually, hopefully, in a year we get a video game. We're talking right now. I mean, everything. Oh, okay. I'm so blessed, man. I swear, man. Like. Hard work does it all, man. I mean, you know how many times that I said, look, this, this is our last fight. We're not doing this anymore. We don't have the money. You know how many times, 10 days out from the fight, I didn't have the money to pay for the fight, and I found it, and you know, I made it happen. Like I'm just saying, to be in this position now, funded, ready to go, ready to blow this thing up, and all these big things happen, man, it's, it's an unbelievable feeling. It's, it's it, You know, it's just, I always tell my guys, man, like, Sometimes, you know, they're going, we're going to do this or don't pay the guy this. And I go, listen, guys, one one phrase I always say, always do the right thing. Just do the right thing. If you do the right thing, I'm not saying money falls from the guy, but the right thing works out for you, man. Just do the right thing. It's not easy all the time. It's easier to do the right thing a lot. But just do the right thing, man. Always comes back. What is that feeling like to not have enough for the fight like 10 days out? I mean, you just said that. And I, that's all I can think of. I was like, oh, my God. It, it was like, I mean, it, it, it happened a number of times now, but the first time, like, was a huge fight for us. Like, I'm not going to say who which one it was right now, but it was a huge fight, and I literally got the money wired into the account the day before the fight. Like, it was, you know, it, it was international. I went, I went, <laughs> I was like, what the hell is going on here? But, you know, I know that we have a really good investment team behind us, too. So, it, you know, it was, it's all part of the growth, right? Look, you gotta have balls in this in this world, man. And a lot of people, man, they fold like like that would have made a lot of people quit. A lot of people walk away and say, "I can't do that again." And then I did it ten more times. But you know, it gives I, me anxiety. My hands are sweaty thinking about that. That was me. And like you, you, you literally don't understand, man. I'm like, oh my god, man. I, I never bounced a check in my life, man. I can't bounce a check. I gotta cancel the fight. I'm like, oh, I can't cancel. Fight if I cancel the fight, it's over for BKFC. So I said, "All right, let me just roll the dice." And every single time, the guys that were supposed to come through came through. Man, that's that's some real dedication, and I'm not even sure I could do that. There's only a few people in the world that can do that, and uh, I'm not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I I bet my life on this, literally, man. Like I bet my house. The last time I bet my house, I told my wife I would never do it again, and I did it. And it was, <laughs> it was a success. On April 29th, I bet my house, man, and I bet I bet everything I had on this thing, man. And you know, luckily, you know, we we're winning now. With rolling dice like that, what's a win for you? When when do you uh, when do you get to a spot where you're not well, in the same situation? The event was to attract as many eyeballs as possible to get people to know, look, that's the event came out to. That's the event that everybody was talking about. And that's the event that 
my investor, my my investors, you know, that I was getting in were going, mm, yeah, I like it. I'm not sure. Like during that event, they were saying, oh, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. So I was like, yes, I won. That's what that's what the win was. The win was not was it just a great event. The win was, OK, that's what I bet to get to the next level. So now we're there. Like we're we're literally there. We're we're at a chance in, in the next two to three months where we're gonna have enough funding to really I'm not saying we're gonna be bigger than the UFC, but we're we're gonna be the number two promotion in the world within twelve to eighteen months. I mean boxing everything will be number two. Man, that's so risky. I man, I'm like I'm sweating, man. I can't even yeah. imagine. I know like I know what it's like to come up with the gym payment when you're like, oh, man, I hope I can pay the gym this month. And, like, <laughs> I can't imagine for, like, you know, like you got hundreds and hundreds of people. Like, you're responsible for all the fighters. Like, there's a support crew, the staff. Like, there's so many people. It's so funny, man, because my one guy, Sergio, he works with me in Miami. Cool dude, man. Like, I, I had some, like, numbness in, in my arm from a neck injury. And he's like, I want you to come back fix it. And I'm like. You know, I, I don't time. He's like, listen, man, you know how many people are depending on you? Get your ass down here and get the shit. A lot of people. And I'm like, damn, man, that's like the weight of the world on my shoulders. Like, I give a shit about me. Like, I'll always find a way to do something I've done in my whole life. I'll find a way. But for all these other people, man, it, it ain't that easy. Like, that's, I had a lot of fights with my wife because I'm taking calls late at night, morning, and she's like, what the hell are you doing? And I'm like, it's not me, babe. If I don't pay, if I can't pay my guys on Friday, I failed everybody. I failed their families. I can't do that. So you got to work your ass off and make it happen. And I did, man. And I'm, I'm lucky. I'm lucky I got a great team. And Triller really helped with that, man. They're they're good guys. They always made sure that we were able to do what we had to do. And, uh, you know, here we are, man. <laughs> you know, here we are, man. Five years after I talked to you guys the first time. And we're uh, we're in a great spot, man. I mean, man, shout out to your wife. Holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> you mean, you got a real wife right there. <laughs> and for sure, man, she, uh, she's, um, she's been through a lot of shit, like, you know, a lot of shit down during this, during this, uh, this journey, man. And, you know, she's been there. Like, uh, you know, it's funny because I actually just bought her a little card today and I was like, thank you for never giving up on me. Man, that's awesome. Yeah. I love to hear stuff like that. It makes a, a special. We uh we we always talk about that. I always tease Ray too. Like Ray takes good care of his son. Like it's so good to see like families work work well together. And I love to see that, man. And it's great to hear that about you. It brings the humor yeah. to you too. Yeah, thank you, man. Oh yeah, man. I, I mean, it's just the way it is, man. I just feel like, what are you working so hard for? Like you know, like someone that's got a billion dollars. Like what? So you can have ten planes and eighteen cars. Like, I don't need that, man. I need a nice car, go on vacations here and there, and I need everybody to be happy, man, because if you're rich, everybody else around you is not rich, you're not going to be happy, man. I just know, man. I know money. I, I did get a taste of money, and money didn't change shit, man. Money, actually, I was having fights with my wife, and I got money, and moved to a different house, and I was like, we're going to be, this is great, man. Everything's going to change, and we fought more than we ever Money don't mean shit. Don't mean anything. Nothing. Zero. I mean, nothing. I mean, besides it being a means to an end, it don't mean anything. Yeah. Uh, it'd be good to have enough money so when you do your shows, you don't have to fight over it, though. Like, that's that's the amount of money we need to get you somehow. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> you know, but I mean, that kind of stuff, you know what I mean? Like, 
it's doing what you love in life, man. You guys are doing it. I'm doing it. And, you know, that's what it's all about. Treating people right, doing the right thing. That's what life's all about. But, yeah, man, um, everything else is great, man. We, we, we've got, I don't know, 12 shows for the rest of the year in the United States, uh, four shows internationally. BKFC Prospect Series loaded up, potentially a reality show deal, potentially two huge movie stars coming in, investors. So, you know, things are looking very, 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 very good for us, man. And I'm happy. Are you, are you going to be coming back to Western New York? Um, I'm, I'm not sure if we're going to be, be coming back there because of, uh, I think there was some change in management there, but we'll see. I mean, you know, I'd love to. It was great there. It wasn't, it wasn't us. It was casino and i don't know the place was packed so it wasn't about people in there it was about you know maybe hey hey like, caveman you think we you think we could hook them up with the riverworks <laughs> we uh as, as long as you can get through the commission we can definitely hook them up with riverworks uh I, the same so uh we do some work with the reservation i i fought for the uh, king of the cage too and they used to be in, in that that casino too and king of cage saw every show I know because we sold a lot of tickets when we when we fought too. You know, like we're we're always selling the tickets, and um, when we sold every show, and they still moved King of the Cage out of there and they brought LFA in. So like when uh, they they changed all their sports and uh, entertainment agreement stuff at that casino. So like there's all kinds of shit going on there now. Like the MMA changed there too. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But things are like I said, we'll be opening up everywhere, man. But um, I said, man, we're happy. Like I said, man, we're Working our asses off every day, we're trying to grow. We got a good team. We got a lot of great fighters on the horizon. A lot of prospects coming up, and a lot of big names that we're talking to. That's some great, great call today, and hopefully they pan out because you know we're looking to make a really, really big run in uh, in 24. Can you uh, give our fans a little bit of uh, information on the app? Because I know we've been talking about me and Ray know about it because we talk about it every time I have you on. But uh, we do the Streamyard th- show now, and now it's like live all over Facebook too. So we get uh, like thousands of more views. So like now would be a good time to like give the information for the app now that we got a lot yeah. of people watching. All of, our, all of our fights, all of our content, all our shoulder programming on the DKFC app. You can down that, download that on the, uh, on, on the app store or on Google play um, or you can go to bkfc.com. You can get all the information on that. It's only seven ninety nine a month. I mean, it's unbelievable. You get, you know, two pay-per-view quality events month almost and a lot of different shoulder programs. It's a great app. Um, we've had some hiccups with it in the past, but we've got a new back end now and think a lot of things are turning around in that and we figure within the next thirty to forty five days it's gonna be it's gonna be really flawless. But it's it's unbelievable. All of our all of our content is on there. Like I said, BKFC.com for all your information for that, for our fighters, for upcoming fights, BKFC.com. Yeah, just think Netflix just went up. Fuck Netflix. Go be uh go bare knuckle fighting. Get their app for sure. Yeah, forget about Netflix. Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Netflix. maybe we could get a hey, maybe we could get our show there in the app. Hey, why not? Yeah. We can do that. Actually, no no, Brian Socia. I'm I'm not I'm not bullshitting you. Hit me up in about a month because Brian Socia or the guy that does the bare knuckle show, he's working on putting a, a lot of podcasts on the app. For sure. Well, okay. Ray, stay on this. Me and Ray were just talking about this. Uh, anyways, we're like, we'll make a deal. We won't talk about any other uh, organizations except the trash and like Ken Shamrock. And uh, <laughs> when we get filming on, we'll, we'll, hey, we'll pitch our show. Hey, hey. <laughs> Come here. This is my wife. 
Wasn't I just talking good about her? Yeah, we were just oh, saying yeah. what an amazing woman you are. Thank you so much for supporting Bare Knuckle Fighting and dealing with Dave and all this stuff. We really, really appreciate you. I'm married, so my wife has to put up with all the stuff with fighting and a podcast and running the gym. So I, I understand your struggle. And, man, that you guys stay together makes me happy. makes me think I could do it, too. Thank you guys so much. You're an inspiration. Thank you. All right, guys. Um, all right, man. If if, you, if that's it, it's cool because I, I got to roll, man. I got one more question. And this Sorry. one I want to talk about now that your wife's here. This Go. is the worst time to ask it. No, so lately, a lot of women fighters have been exposing themselves after they win. Yeah. What do you think about that? Do you think that's, like, really pretty low class or what? Yeah, man, I don't like it. I mean, one of our girls did it. And, you know, they said, oh, we're going to do it again. And I said, if you do, I'm holding your purse again. Like, listen, I get she did it one time. Okay, it was stupid. She did it. She thought she was going to get the views. And now, like, it's it's, it's not what's supposed to be there. Look, look, I mean, who doesn't look at girls, right? Everybody wants to look at girls. But that's not the right place for it, man. You got kids. You got children. You got everybody watching that. And it's just not the right time and place. Agree, 100%. I'm going to clip that if you don't mind and put that up for one of our little clips. Yeah. Okay. And I got I got one more question. I got a fighter named D-Ron Adams. He's a knockout artist. I feel like he'd be good for your promotion. And what experiences do you have? He's uh, three MMA fights. What's his record? Uh, three, uh, two and one. All right. Hit him. Um, is he amateur or pro? He's pro. Is he? Yes. Hit me up. Okay. All right. Yep. All right. Thank yeah. you so much for your time. Oh, oh man. Here, guys. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you, sir. Man, you got it, Ray. <laughs> oh, wait. Hang on. We got to – um. what was that guy's name? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm looking. I'm scrolling right now. D-Ron uh, Adams? Just, no, no, not d I know D-Ron. Uh, the guy that stuck up for us against uh, Jacob. Um, the oh, uh – we want to shout him out. I'm, I'm gonna look up his name. It's worth looking up his name for this. I'm sorry. Like I'm, okay. I apologize to everyone that's watching. I'm just gonna look up. It, it was under yours or K Man's corner. Uh, mine's. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'll look up Raymond Harris. Uh, so I want to just shout out Cliff Richards. I'm not sure if you got banned on Facebook or not. Uh, I didn't see all this till right before this podcast started. But um, <laughs> Jacob Nathery talks some shit about us not really having David Feldman on today. And uh, Cliff Roberts stuck up for us. And I don't know what's going on between the two of them, and I don't really care because Cliff's our guy, and he stuck up for us. And uh, I appreciate you, Cliff, wherever you're at. Um, like, man, we appreciate the support. Yeah, we do. We do. Oh, yeah. So you hear that, K-Man? Did he say like a year, a video game coming out? Yeah, dude, I don't know about that. If the game comes out in a year, it's going to suck. So Yeah, they got time to build it, though. And they need more than a year to build that because it's going to be a whole new engine. It's not, they, can't, they can't use the UFC engine. They can't use the pro, fight, uh, the pro wrestling engine. They're going to have to change a little bit. They get like two or three years. If they get signed in a year, that'd be great. You know, they sign to make it in a year. Right. And then the game, like, takes a year to develop or two years to develop. And then, then you're maybe, to, like, maybe, maybe they could do a deal where – uh, with EA Sports, where they feature in the um, fight night um, mode, they could have a bare knuckle fighting mode like they did last time in fight night. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Like something like that would be cool. They only have a box game though. Like there hasn't been a box game in forever. But I heard they're gonna. Be, I heard they're gonna be coming out with another one though. 
That's the kind of boxing you're coming out of. They're probably pretty set then, maybe. I don't know. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of out of the loop on video games. Actually, um, I got a guy that wants to come on and talk about video games that I work with, but he's, like, super smart about video games. So I was thinking maybe we could do that one time, too. Oh, yeah, we and, could do um, that. We could do that. And, uh, that. <laughs> yeah, and um, uh, Jimmy Scott, I want to get him on here. Yeah. He, uh, got, you know, he's a <laughs> – no, he got he gets millions of views in his TikTok. So yeah, oh yeah, that'd be sweet. Any one of those yeah, guys he, is good. Like yeah. any, anybody that we can just talk with. Uh, if you gotta get the K four guys on. Uh, yep. If any any K four guys are listening to this, we're trying to get you all on. I know Ben's trying to get you guys on too, and we're trying to like make collabs. Uh, we try to do some on Saturday. Uh, Sean Doyle. Uh, yeah. Gino Gino's G the other guy. Oh, yep, Gino. and um, Bubba opponent. Yeah, we're doing him. We got Rasta for sure on Saturday, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, we got and, uh, him. Yep. If, if we can get um, we can get the other two guys. That'd be great. Um, we gotta get Derek Patterson and Derek Patterson's guy on too. Uh, that that's a, uh, right now it looks like that's the main event. So okay, uh, man, he sent me a list of all the fights. So uh, I'll send it over to you and we'll start getting okay. them on. I'm sure um, Ben's got it too. I I thought Ben wanted to start doing it with you on Thursdays too. And if you guys do it without me, that's like super cool. Uh, whatever we need to do to get through all the guys, because it's really about the fighters, it's not about us. So we want to make sure that we're uh, we're supporting everybody. Yep. All right. All right. That looks like I can't believe we got this rain. I'm, I'm so proud of you. Like that, he comes back and like talks to us. Just says a whole lot, lot about his character. You know, like he really doesn't yeah, because 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 we were we was there when he was you know just started. You know, it was an idea. Yeah. He was in I the Facebook group. I, I told him that uh, you know, you know, uh, I would like to hear your ideas in our podcast, and he came on, you know. Yeah, and like we were on before, he doesn't remember, but he was on before the, the, they even did the show. He must have yeah. had it, like pretty planned already and like ready to go. But, yeah. Like, we're, you're like bare knuckle. I was like bare knuckle boxing for real. Is that even legal? And like you're you talking about? You can you could re, uh could you re release that one? You think the first one? Yeah, I can find it somewhere. And I, then, I know, I, I know. At the time, we had two shows. We did a show before that, and then we had him on. Could you like yeah. cut the other show off, and or oh, that's hard to do? You think? Uh, Come on, you're freaking, you're, you're freaking audio video nerd. Come on. I could do it, like for sure. I, uh, <laughs> they're all still up on. So if you go yeah, back yeah, to YouTube, true. they're all yeah. still up on our YouTube. So if you go to our YouTube or you go to anywhere that you listen to podcasts, you can always yep. go back and listen to them. Also, if you're watching on something that's not Caveman's Corner, jump over to Caveman's Corner and give us a like on Facebook. We're very close to 1,000 fans. Once we get 1,000 followers, then we can run commercials and make a little bit more money, too, which would be great. Um, we're getting thousands of views like between all the sites that we put up on, so we could kind of all streamline them into one place. It would be uh, it would help us financially a little bit if you guys can all go over in one spot. That would be great for us. Uh, but if not, just watch how we can. I'm sure we'll build up enough space, anyways. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't don't forget to subscribe on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like and like subscribe. And subscribe. Share share to everybody. Yeah. Uh, that's all we got for today. We'll see you guys on Saturday. Saturday. Yep. 7 p.m. Don't miss. Yep. Well, we already got to add up what I think, right? Or do we not yet? Well, what? Do we have a, a advertisement for the time yet? Is it up? Uh, hmm. Oh, someone's over on K-Man's Corner. They jumped over from uh, wherever they're watching K-Man's Corner. Good job. Thank you, guys. That's where we want you to watch. <laughs> like, share, subscribe. Uh, 
that's all we got for today. We love you guys. Go back and rewatch. This is a great one. Uh, yep. Dave's an awesome guy, seems like. And he doesn't like the flashing. I was a little bit sad about that, but I'm glad because his wife was right there. getting slapped. Be like, <laughs> what you doing, Dave? You, what, okay, man, you try to set him up there or what? No, I wasn't. I wanted I'm making him look good. So, like, we were very nice to his wife, and then he shut down the boobs, and then, like, it was great. It should be a good yeah. night for him at home. Hopefully, get him some of my action. All right. All right. Peace, guys. All right. Peace.